0: Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast where we discuss how rail service performance is impacting the movement and export of Western Canadian grain. I'm Greg Northey, Vice President of Corporate Affairs at Pulse Canada, and I'm joined by Milt Poirier, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. Milt is with uh, QGI Consulting. Hi, Milt. Hi, Greg. Milt, let's get started. And so... Interested to know what the demand picture looks like for rail service this year. Obviously, we've heard about a, a large harvest and a lot of grain wanting to be moved. How is shipper demand for rail cars and service uh, from CP compared to last year?
1: Well, for the initial three months of the current grain year, demand really continues to outpace what we saw last year. And this is a continuation of a trend that really began in the early spring and continued throughout the summer of this year and has just kept going uh, through the beginning of the current grain year, so in August, September, and October. For some context, if we look at uh, how the spring and the summer for the 2019 grain year, so the most recently completed grain year unfolded, shipper demand in the April to July period this year was 21% higher than it was at that time the prior year. Um, This was uh, pretty much an across-the-board increase for both CN and CP, although in that particular time period a little more heavily weighted towards CP. So coming out of the spring and and summer into July, the trend really has continued uh, right into the new grain year which began on August the 1st. Normally you would see a slowdown in the summer months pre-harvest but that didn't happen this year and so far this year shipper demand is up 13% overall as compared to the same time last year.
0: Okay, thanks, Mil. So obviously, a significant increase, and and this higher demand is positive news for the for the grain sector. It reflects lots of opportunity for farmers to sell their grain and a strong international market for for Canadian products. Now, so the railways, uh, who our main topic here, are an important service provider for the grain sector. Obviously, we we rely on rail service to get our product to market. Uh, And one of the important ways that we uh, assess uh, railway performance is by measuring order fulfillment. So basically, whether they're supplying the cars that the grain industry needs in the week that they're ordered, and this is an important feature for us to to plan sales programs and also for farmers to understand when they can deliver into into the elevator system. Um, So a major focus for us in the Ag Transport Coalition is order fulfillment. So, how have the railways performed so far this grain year uh, and in the latest week we have, so which would be grain week 12?
1: Well, so far this year, frankly, it's it's been to some extent a tale of two railways. Um, although in the last few weeks, the last six weeks or so, I would say that uh, both railways are starting to show, you know, similar patterns of performance. Through the early part of the year, in pretty much the month of August, CP was performing at an extremely high level, um, on average week-to-week supplying about 97% of shipper demand on time each week. CN, on the other hand, has for much of this year so far struggled to meet shipper demand on a weekly basis, which is really a continuation of some struggles we saw with CN that began in the spring and continued into the summer. To provide you some context for comparison, CN in August uh, only met 78% of shipper demand uh, on average week to week, although they didn't prove somewhat in the latter half of August and into the early part of September. Over the course of the last six weeks, neither railway, frankly, has performed particularly well, with CN supplying only 77% on average and CP only 83% of shipper demand on average on a weekly basis. So the trend in performance is, is downward, unfortunately, but that's what we're seeing over the course of the last month and a half.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, it's an important thing to keep in mind. Reliable, consistent performance on on the rail sector is really essential for, for the sector to to meet export demand and make sure that we're uh, maximizing the, the, the potential for, for our sales in different countries. So it is a bit concerning for sure and something we'll be watching as we, as we move in through the winter. Um, before we wrap up though, we, we do have a good sense of what this order fulfillment looks like for individual provinces. So is there anything you're seeing in the data Uh, for specific provinces uh, around rail service? I think it would be fair to
1: characterize it as inconsistent, particularly with respect to CN. Um, While CP performance has declined in recent weeks, generally speaking, they deliver the same level of service across the individual provinces, which is pretty much in line with their overall system performance. CN, however, has been somewhat volatile on a week-to-week basis for individual provinces. They seemingly struggle still to deliver a consistent level of service across individual provinces. And what we see is significant swings on a week-to-week basis from one province to the other. So in some weeks, one or two provinces will see performance that is at par or superior to what CN is delivering on a system basis. In other weeks, we see two out of three provinces that are seeing performance that's far lower than what CN is delivering on a week-to-week basis. So it's very volatile and difficult to
0: predict. Yeah, thanks, Milton. Again, a, a, a concern going into, into the winter when uh, we do need to have a, a well-performing rail system. So thanks again for joining us, Milton, uh, and giving us a little preview on, uh, on the ATC data. Uh, For those of you who are interested in in these reports that we do as weeklies as well as daily reports, you can go and look at uh, agtransportcoalition.com. On behalf of Milt and myself, thanks for listening.